Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, is the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Sosha. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back with you. Back for another episode. During this wild pandemic, I was going to say pandemic summer, really it's a pandemic year if we're going to be honest about it. It's really taken over everything. But we're still here talking about new metal as we always do every week. And this week we're talking about a band, I think it was last year, earlier in the year, the question went up, it's like, hey, always talking about dudes. It's a real mm. sausage fest when you guys are talking about these bands. Dong City, USA. Indeed. It's true. It's true. But, but what about the ladies who are rocking too? And we said, well, we know about a couple. Throw us some more. Tell us some more about these ladies who are doing <laughs> Throw that. Throw us the <laughs> women. Throw, Toss us a batch of ladies. <laughs> Toss us some Dump them. <laughs> Dump some some ladies on our chests <laughs> please do and you guys came through you gave us a, a, a bunch of ba- uh, uh, female-led bands or all female new metal bands to check out here we are we're checking one out today drain sth their album freaks of nature we're gonna talk all about this record get all up in it but before we do that you guys we've got to talk about who's tweeting who's tweeting who is more importantly, who's asking those tough questions? Who's asking them tough questions? Over on Twitter, fan of the show, friend of the show, the king of new metal as he goes by on the internet. He threw up the question, hey, what's the international new metal anthem? Is it Freak on a Leash or is it something else? So we retweeted this saying, hey, good question. And let me tell you, Roach Riders and Indigo Angels started rolling into the comments thoughts and opinions do host somebody said somebody else said dropping plates somebody else said jump the fuck up i said oh this is the we've got some opinions so real quick i threw up an informal poll what is the international new metal anthem give you four options to vote bodies blind dropping plates and jump the fuck up as of this recording by the time this goes up, this will be over. But as of this recording, 84 votes are calculated. First place, bodies. Second place, blind. Third place, jump to fuck up. And fourth place, dropping plates. Mm. Thoughts, opinions? I'm not surprised on the bodies. Bodies has been a high watermark for us since we since we began. Yeah. Blinds undeniable. But where's break stuff? Where's all rise for break stuff? (laughs) (laughs) Put your hand on your heart for break stuff. Matt makes a very good point. Jenny, thoughts? You know, I don't disagree with the way that um, the poll is shaping up as described. I agree. Break Stuff is a banger. I do think of the songs that you described, Jump to Fuck Up is probably my fave. If we're talking about a song, like what, which of these four songs is the best song? I'd say that. Which of these four songs fills me with the most joy? Dropping plates all day, easy, Every send day. it home. <laughs> 
I do. I think Bodies is an all timer, but I don't know. Blind is just the the top of Blind. Does it get any better? Does it get any better than that? Obviously not on that record because we were like, no, no. no. Will I put the whole album in the canon? Just for Blind? No. And at this point, it's just to spite you. (laughs) I'm joking. That's not true. Those are my thoughts and opinions. Um, Lauren. So I, uh, you know, I put this up real quick. I didn't really even just, I, I didn't, I said no need to overthink this and just throw it up. And obviously I didn't overthink it because if I had, I probably would have put break stuff on there or something Limp Bizkit. But it is that thing where I was thinking international, not just U.S., but worldwide. And that does kind of lead me more towards jump the fuck up in, in, a, in a way. But I ultimately did vote for bodies because I feel like if you're really going to get it hype, if you're really going to get I, in a way, I think that bodies might actually be the most recognizable of these songs in the world. Mainly I, because of movie trailers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. What it describes does happen in film quite frequently. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I believe... I think someone told us that the, the end of, or I don't know if there, there's a Jet Li movie. I think it's the one where it's like a whole action sequence set to bodies. Maybe I could be wrong. Correct me in the comments. Let me know. But either way, always a fun debate as it goes right now. Bodies with a very strong lead. We'll see. We'll see if the drop in plates contingent rolls in at the last minute to turn the tide. I don't know. My break stuff usurpers are ready to break your pole. Oh, I think they're coming. I think they're coming. We also got to talk about who's emailing. Who's emailing? Well, I'll tell you who. Uh, It's Brianna Wolf. And Brianna says, hey, Roach Coach, on my drive home today, it really hit me how much I've started listening to albums with my own new metal ears. I was listening to my favorite album of 2017, and I found myself thinking, wait, is this new metal? Then, yeah, I'm pretty sure this is new metal as fuck. It didn't take me long to realize that I needed to send it your way. So here's my recommendation for The Beast Inside by My Enemies and I. Fun fact, one of the members of the band helped produce the Afterlife album I Can't Wait for Y'all to Do. This album has a lot of things that I have that I now come to love and expect from a new metal album thanks to the podcast. One song mentions both fucking off and dying and eating shit and dying. Love that. Classic. Anti-religion slash anti-religious figures lyrics. A song that uses motherfucker in the chorus eight times and fuck that shit in it twice. Nice. You love to hear it. A wake up sheeple song necessary absolutely a song that could definitely be taken as killing a woman song actually it's a song they wrote based on misery by stephen king when they thought that they should have a love song on the album (laughs) (laughs) again that's the direction (laughs) and all of these tropes are over some pretty sturdy riffs and a bass that sounds new metal as hell here's the video for the opening track on the album even this feels new metal to me because i have to watch parts of it through my fingers like that right now video that corn had and included is a link she says sorry for the essay i'm just really passionate about this album 
never apologize to us about the length of something that you do. <laughs> Especially when you're passionate about it. Absolutely. All right. Here's my em- my enemies or enemies and I. <laughs> Perfect. I think you're right. That was new metal as fuck. Indeed, it was. Thank you for that, Matt. I have not watched the video. Was was something crazy happening there? I haven't reached the part. I think I'm getting there. It's a guy coming home. Looks like you know, just a regular guy. Okay. Oh no. Oh no. You know what? There might be something a little twisted about this guy. (laughs) Where are the bodies? Where? Because my man is getting dressed in scrubs. Oh, and he ain't at no hospital. (laughs) No. No. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's bad. That's a bad sign. That's that's not good. That's what that's what uh, Dirty John did. That's how he tricked all his ladies into thinking he was a doctor. He wore scrubs all the time. Really? That was his move? Well, he, I think he was an anesthesiologist, but he was stripped of his license, I think, for stealing pain meds. Look, I'm really ruining this for anybody who hasn't listened to the podcast or watched one of the 18 shows made about it. But yeah, his scrubs would be dirty. And people would be like, yo, he's not a doctor because they don't wear dirty scrubs. And he wouldn't just be wearing them out and about like this. And the women were like, oh, but John's so dreamy. Just like that. Ugh. He oh, was boy. dirty. He was oh, a dirty buddy. boy. Yeah, boy. Uh, we also got an email from Sanok who said, hey, guys, here's an album suggestion that's slightly left of center. The J-Rock group The Gazette, their 2000 album Stacked Rubbish. The album is a nice blend of J-Rock and new metalish tinged elements. Hope you guys enjoy. Cheers, Sanak. Thank you, Sanak. He did not give us a song. Matt, is the Gazette and their album Stacked Rubbish available for us to sample? I'm going to see. I found the Gazette. I found Stacked Rubbish, the full album j-rock inside so i'm just gonna play and whatever happens whatever we get is what we get so okay so if it starts with a scat if it starts with manhattan transfer that's what you're getting all right
Alright, well, I know that this is an intro, so it cannot. I'll just get it. There it is. There it yeah. is. There it is. That makes sense. Touches. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Sanak. Thank you for letting us know about the Gazette. Uh, Jenny, who we got in those DMs? Oh, it's Corey Adams. And he says, hey, guys, Corey again. I've been enjoying the side project summer so far, though I'm not sure what all albums you guys already have set aside. At the moment, I thought I'd make a suggestion. Though it's not really canon worthy. I'm still curious as to what y'all think of it. The band is the Murder Dolls. They consist of Joey Jordison of Slipknot, Trip Risen of Static X, and AC Slate of the band Dope. Thanks and looking forward to the rest of the summer. Till next time, keep on rolling, babe. Thanks, babe. Keep on rolling, baby. Thank you, Corey, and indeed keep on rolling. Uh, Murder Dolls, that one, I don't really know anything about them. That one is a, that's a new one to me, and I can say... That one is not on our list. So love Joey. Trip, well, trip. Trip is trip is a trip. It's a mm. whole bunch. And AC, he's in dope, which means he's friends with Edsel. And I am, of course, pro Edsel. So I'm pro that. Thank you for the suggestion. We've also got to talk about something that hasn't been talked about in a long time on the show. Who's reviewing us? Who's reviewing us? Who is Lauren? So we got a review on iTunes, which is still part of the Twisted Two Hundo, the Hundo Never Dundo. Hundo Never Dundo. <laughs> never done. We get 200 reviews on iTunes. We will do an episode all about Twisted. The, I guess, the always uh, second place clown rap, possibly rock band to ICP. But before we do that, depending we depending on more who reviews. you talk to, depending on Dep- don't yeah. fucking don't you're stir right, the Matt. pot, you're right. Lauren. You're right, yeah, Matt. You're right, don't Matt. Don't walk they- into that fire. Oh, you're right. They okay. I take it back. They they could be number one. I don't know. I don't know because I haven't listened to their album yet because we don't have 200 reviews on iTunes. Get us those 200, and then you get a solid, rock solid opinion from me. <laughs> there it is. Just trying to save you from them holes, baby. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate it. So uh, we got a review. The The headline of the review is perfect mix of enjoyable and frustrating. <laughs> mm. Mm. By reviewer True. Dudo, True. Dudomatic. He gave us three out of five stars. I'll that's one it. star for each of us. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so that's good. That makes it easier. We don't have to fight over those other two. He said... At times, I adore this show for the obvious chemistry and humor, but at times, it is utterly confusing and frustrating for the things being said. Lauren seems to be the only one in the group who legitimately likes the genre. I'm okay with it being challenged and even mocked, but when they claim that bands and songs that scream the central tenets of the genre shouldn't even be part of the canon, it's hard to take the rest of the points being made seriously, especially when the reason for the exclusion is because the bands slash songs in question aren't hard or, quote, pit-activating enough. 
Melody and Moody Boys are a huge part of what makes new metal new metal. So first, I want to thank Dudomatic for writing in and reviewing and for listening to the show and using our vernacular like pit activation and Moody Boys in his review. Second, if you think I'm going to put a Moody Boy into the new metal motherfucking canon... <laughs> We're here for pit activation, okay? <laughs> Wait, I was not expecting you to go I know. This route. I feel like I feel You're like Lauren is being one. chivalrous right now because the- we know. We know there's a girl keeping the moody boys out of the can. <laughs> um I don't I'm want pr- your droopy chinkos <laughs> in here, baby. Listen, all I'm saying is that at the end of the day, when you're making a canon that your name is going to be attached to for the rest of your life. Oh, God, really? The rest of my <laughs> yeah. life? The rest this of your is life, our Matt. life's work, Matt. This is Matt, our life's work. This is my life's work. <laughs> this is your life's work. When, <laughs> when, uh, when Rosemary uh, goes to school and they say, what is your dad known for? She's going to be like, oh, just, just <sighs> listen to the podcast. <laughs> Well, he gave me this. <laughs> Why is that on a scroll? I, I would just say that, you know, we kind of have set a tone. And uh, while there are certainly groups that became prosperous and prominent, indulging in melody, indulging in moody boys, they're not necessarily getting into this canon. Jenny? I would just say... I. Point understood, point taken. I hear you. The only thing I would push back on a little bit, and we hear this kind of a lot, is that Lauren is the only one in the group who legitimately likes new metal. I don't think that's true. I think that Matt and I both have elements and bands and parts of new metal that we genuinely like. We may not like all of it. I mean, specifically, I am not, you know, am I an all timer? new metal fan? No, but I have to tell you that there's no way that I could do 215 episodes of anything and not be legitimately (laughs) at least somewhat into it. I have to tell you. So I feel that I hear that and I think it's respectful and we can respectfully disagree, but I don't think that because I don't love it the same way some other people do that I'm not legitimately somebody who i'm legitimately somebody who likes the genre just not all of it like any other thing on earth so but yeah melody moody voice not in my can get off my land (laughs) turn into an old land baron uh matt any any thoughts no i i think jenny said it a lot i mean that is not the first time that we've gotten that critique. I think the critique is fair in a way, but I also think that Jenny's right. That there's no way that we could get through 215 without liking it at all. I definitely came into the show the least familiar and the most pompously against at the beginning. Um, over time, I have come to love some songs and bands, which 
uh, if you think back to your friends who dogged it in the 90s or the early 2000s, for them to actually sit down and listen to it and come out the other side and say, like, shit, Iowa's a ripper from cover to cover. Roots is a ripper from cover to cover. Limp Bizkit has got a bunch of songs that I really, really like. I think that's a win. I calls them like I sees them. Uh, there's a lot that doesn't work for me. There's a lot that does, and that does taint the show. And at 2.15, that's where we are. <laughs> I mean... There you have it. Well, you know what? Thank you, Dudomatic, for writing in. I know I came in there hot, but sometimes that's how I how I come in. It just happens every now and again. You and, got defensive. Uh, oh, you peeps, Lauren. I did. I got I gotta be a little bit. I care a lot. Like like Jenny said, you don't do this many episodes of something if you don't give a shit. Well, I give uh, a shit about yeah. you too. Both of you. <laughs> Thank you. That's, um that's why I'm always here. <laughs> Oh, and also, I, I do have to take the L any time that I uh, do a character over a song or album that you love. Uh, if somebody did that to something that I love, I would probably be angry at it. I can't help it. It's just part of the, part of the charm of Road it's part, it's part of It's part of the show. And sometimes, listen, sometimes you got to get those characters in. And as far as I can tell, I, we've yet to receive a negative comment about Charles Manchin. Anytime <laughs> Charles Manchin shows up in a show, all the comments are like, that motherfucker's spitting. That is... Did we do a Breaking Benjamin episode? We did! <laughs> we did, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> did we get feedback on that episode? We did, Jenny. Is this the episode where we just do who's tweeting and we don't get to the album? <laughs> it might be, but we'll see. It, we'll see. We'll see. We're all... We're all paddling the ship toward where it needs to go together <laughs> we did do a breaking benjamin episode and uh, gareth davies says so i always lump these guys into the same ship pile as every other verb adjective person's name band like could charlotte asking alexandria saving abel etc and it never and never bothered to listen to them or to find out more thank you for validating my curmudgeonly worldview and confirming i was right to avoid this sub nickelback pop rock thank you gareth uh austin said back in the early 2000s when every baby had a street team i was on one for a band called systematic typically bands would just send stickers but systematic sent me two tickets to the local date for the jägermeister tour they were on with stereo mud who i saw along with systematic open for disturbed on the first music as a weapon tour breaking benjamin head pe and saliva the only reason I bring all that up is because Breaking Benjamin played a cover of Anima, and I thought Lauren stealing that album from Ben's car was appropriate. Overall, I think this album is skippable. I really liked Sugarcoat when I first heard it, but most of the songs just sort of exist. I think the band really figured out who they are on their next album, but I'm almost positive there is no new on it. All right. Thank you very much. And finally, Alan Smock says that face when you were hoping this album would take you by surprise, but it's just heavier Matchbox 20. And then we get a photo of a Matchbox 20 album cover. Yeah, I think this is the, the yourself or someone like you, the, 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 the big guy on the cover. I think that's who that is. Well, there he is. There he is. There he is. Thank you for the feedback on that episode. We also got a little bit of feedback on our four Lynn episode. Mike Palladino said, I was going to recommend Candiria 2. They are a Brooklyn band. 
without water will rip your face off. It will be Jennifer approved. <laughs> and the video was filmed at the now defunct Le- Lemours in Brooklyn. Thank you very much. I love to hear that something would be approved by me. Can't wait to hear it. Marco Reversi says, now it's time for the Italian Limp Biscuit folder. Winking smiley face. That's right. We had these These guys were the German Limp Biscuit. Apparently Folder is the Italian Limp Biscuit. I, I love it anytime that somebody's just like, let me ha- tell you about my Limp Biscuit growing up. I am Limp Biscuit. I am Limp Biscuit. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> and uh, Austin Counts said, new shirt idea. Rest in pussy. Roach coach and draw the O's like pussies and every other letter make out of dicks. And then he had three money bags emojis. Hey. Hey, next next shirt. Oh, speaking of shirts. Speaking of shirts, Matt. If you're out there and you're like, I need a shirt, we have a solution for you. Go to roachcoach.com slash store or gabbermedia.com slash store. We have the pre-order up just about another week and a half. And every purchase gets you an opportunity to be entered into that drawing to win a signed Lincoln Park poster from Hybrid Theory. I'm going to put up a post so you can see this beautiful poster. That could be yours. Well, it's been hanging in a record store. So it's in, it's official 100%. Uh, it's really great if your name is Bill. Let me just tell you. If your name is Bill, <laughs> you're going to be like, I love this. Uh, also, we have the second prize, signed Tenacious D poster. That one doesn't say to Matt, even though I got that one in person from a frustrated Jack Black. Hmm. So there we go. That is uh, the Activate the Pit t-shirt in red on black or full color on black. I've made it very difficult on Sweet Mitch. Uh, but <laughs> he is going to come through like a champion. He sure is. Sweet, sweet Mitchell. Sweet, sweet Mitchell's going to get you those hot teas. Definitely check them out. Finally, it wouldn't be a who's tweeting in the summer of 2020 if we didn't dip in to Andrew Wolf's Rochamendations. He sent us a list of songs. He said, check them out. They're hot. And we've been running through this list the last couple of months, and it's just been incredible. Jenny, who are we listening to today? Today, we're going to listen to Fire from the Gods and their song, Excuse Me? (laughs) All right, here we go. Wow. 
Excuse me? Excuse you. Excuse me. Excuse me. Oh, excuse. Oh, my. No, no, no. Excuse me. Excuse me. weren't ready. No, I really, you know, I just, excuse me really resonated with me. And then, wow. Fire from the gods. What a dream. Wow. Well, thank you. I, I, excuse me. Thank you. That is, that's what it's all about right there. All right. Another, <sighs> Andrew, wherever you are. And I hope you're staying safe. Roachmendation. <laughs> These Roachmendations are just, just ripping us up every week. And I'm, I'm loving it. So thank you so much. Fire from the gods. We gotta, I mean, yeah, we gotta do these, all of them. <laughs> There's so many hot ones. They're so good. All right. Thank you so much. We'll dip into more of those uh, next week. And thank you so much for everybody who wrote in for who's tweeting. Keep on saying hello online. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Roll into those DMs. Send us your recs. We want to hear all of it. I got to tell you, just to get this down to this really tidy 30 minutes was i had to trim a lot of stuff so we we get so much stuff and we love hearing it from everybody so thank you keep on sending it our way but it is now time for the album of the week you guys it's drain sth and their album freaks of nature freaks of nature jenny when did this album come out this album was released on june 29th 1999 june 29th they got in there, baby. Thick of it. There it is. Dropped right in the thick of it. We'll start with you, Jenny. History with Drain STH. Absolutely none. Period. <laughs> All right. Matt, how about you? I know the band. I know this album cover because I've seen it a trillion times in the record store. But I don't have a rock solid foundation with them. Always found that the uh, STH was an interesting ad. Like, it seemed like Drain was probably already a band, so they had to add something else to it. Much like Matt, familiar with this album cover, familiar with some of the press that they got. I remember them popping up in some Rolling Stones and in some uh, spins. It's like band to watch. But I never really heard any of the songs. I can say that listening to this, I had never heard any of these songs. And so this was a completely new listen for me. This was, however, a big thrift. Picked this up. Picked up a physical copy of this from the Book Music Exchange in Louisville, Kentucky, for a sweet $4.24. This album cover has all the ladies standing, holding hands in front of flames. And they all look in tense look very intense actually jenny this is the part that i'm sure you've been really looking forward to who's in drain sdh <laughs> we have on this album maria Sjolholm on vocals flavia canal on guitar anna kielberg on bass and martina axon on drums and backing vocals i'm going to give myself 64% certainty I pronounce those even close to correctly. I, but I, I think tried. You did be- I think you did better. I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a high 78. 
like a Ooh. solid C plus. I think you, you did better. I think you did better than that. Yeah. So a little bit of history about this band. They are from Sweden. A couple of them were in a band called Living Sacrifice, not to be confused with the other Living Sacrifice. Then they evolved into a band called Aphrodite with a couple different members. Then they were in a band called Ragdoll. Then they joined up with the current lineup that Jenny mentioned there. They changed the name to Drain. And then they were told for the American market, they should be known as Drain STH. It does not list in the Wikipedia any conflicts with another Drain. I think maybe somebody maybe somebody was just thinking forward, you know, that SEO, you know, like, hey, Drain, you're gonna, what are you going to get with that? You're going to get a sink. A sink. Li- liquid plumber. Yeah. Or, or worst case scenario, the guy from my freshman dorm whose nickname was Drain. You're going to end up with that guy. Hmm. You don't need that. You don't hmm. need that. <laughs> listen, I mean, t- we kind of need to know about that. But Listen, listen. Drain was, he was a guy that everyone knew his name. His name, I think his last name was Drain. And he would, uh, he would roll around. I think he was one of those guys that seemed to be perpetually drunk. And, uh, you know, I remember him rolling in. I think I've told this story before. Just rolling in to my dorm room one day. I got MTV on. One-arm scissor at the drive-ins playing. And he goes, glad MTV got around to some emo finally. That's Drain for you, everybody. Wow. That's Drain. Shouts to Drain. I'm sure he's doing great these days. We should mention this. Uh, this is... Uh, drain sth's second and final album they got a lot of push on this record they were uh voted female performers of the year and most underrated band by metal edge magazine their their single simon says was used as the entrance music for extreme championship wrestling wrestler simon diamond but the band still ended up folding in 2000 yeah y2k yeah. will get you it'll get you it'll get you this record got to 25 on the heat seekers could have had a chance could have had a chance jenny we got any genre tags for this bad boy we sure do and they are alternative metal and new metal interesting we should mention a uh, producer on this record who we got we got drain sdh and ulf sank sandquist so sank a nickname. All right, yeah, we've got a, a couple interesting people who will show up on the uh, on some co-writes, helping out a little bit. Uh, the band did tour on Ozfest. They played Ozfest. They also did a tour with Black Sabbath and Godsmack. And I found that out because Jenny, you and I watched an incredibly awkward ten-minute interview that they did. <laughs> With Canada's much music on a rooftop. Which I'm surprised they didn't jump off, to be uh, frank. Let me tell you, the 90s. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was a toughie. It was a toughie times, too, I would say. <laughs> oh, my God. Are we talking about this now, or do you want to listen some and then talk about it? We could, Yeah, we'll talk about this interview as we go through. Uh, okay. Yeah. It was it was something. There's no music videos for this album. There's very hard to find really anything. And so I ended up watching this entire 10-minute interview. And then I said, well, Jenny's got to see this too. Yeah. And I'm grateful. Yeah. I'm grateful that I got to see it because it 
made me cringe and also filled my heart with joy. <laughs> so there you go. All right. I think we're ready to dive into this bad boy. All right, great. Let's do it. Our first track is called Enter My Mind. That's got a good grind to it. Good grind, good chug going on there. It's got some crunch. It's a little slick, but it's still got crunch. I like that. It's not a hot open, but it's a crunchy open. You don't get too many of those. So I was into it. Jenny, thoughts? I'm entering my mind. It is a very crunchy open. Very uh, moody and atmospheric at the top there. It was not a hot open, but it set a tone, which I believe we will see. I really liked it, but... Could the tone yeah. maybe be the vampire Lestat fucking somebody? <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's a tone... <laughs> That you know I like. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> That's my damn. tone. <laughs> oh yeah. That is that is Aaliyah hissing at everybody. That is a hundred percent the vibe. And so, you know, who am I? Who am I? Far be it from me. Far I wouldn't dare <laughs> argue with that. Please. That's like a, a welcome mat for me. I felt really welcomed to this album. <laughs> uh, Matt, what did you think of Enter My Mind? Yeah, I thought this was um, definitely on somebody's sex playlist. Ooh. Enter My Mind and then something else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <it's> then slide <laughs> in the door. Oh, you want to know what I call my mind? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm the professor. <laughs> oh, oh man, Ramshorn Linda took it, taking a turn. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, what she does off the clock is none of our business. <laughs> hey, the stick oh, is boy. lit. The stick yeah. is lit. So, indeed, songmeanings.com. Not a lot of comments, but uh, a couple consistent commenters who showed up with some thoughts. Jackie said seems sort of like enjoying emotional pain i said interesting anyone want to expand on that and obliette said i actually see this song as being about two people who used to be in love one of them is causing the other emotional pain and the other knows it's over but she doesn't want to let go she wants to leave her mark emotionally on that person so they never forget her i agree with jackie in that it's sort of masochistic Mm. Lauren, I 
know. Speaking your language. A little bit. And we're talking a little bit. I mean, possibly a subdom relationship. I don't know. It's only track <laughs> one. It's only track one. We're getting major vampire vibes. The front cover has a bunch of women standing in front of burning things looking almost like they're in like a magical trance, really. The intense stares here. None of them are looking at the camera. Some are looking up. Some are looking straight ahead. And, in, and, and then the fact that they're all holding hands, almost like it's like a seance or something. Like I'm watching Lords of Salem. <laughs> Rob Zombie see this album cover? He probably did. He said, yep, let's do it. Hmm. That's what he said. That's what he said. Listen, it's the 90s. They said, Rob, what do you think? He's like, let's do it. Let's do it. Yep. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I, I have to say, you know, um, lyrically, when I listened to this the couple of times, I was like, this could definitely be about something. But also, if you told me it was about nothing, I'd also believe you. Mm, mm. It's, a, it's, it's on that razor's edge of word salad. Razor's edge. Hmm. I thought it was about a tough relationship. An unhealthy relationship where there's a lot of codependency going on. Mm. A lot of codependency mind game stuff. You know, yeah. stuff. You could definitely run into that if you have found yourself under the thrall of the vampire. <laughs> that is true. That's so true. You see like- him crawling on the ceiling and you're like... Oh, I'm about to get glimmered. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my, my. Yeah, but uh, I liked that open. I felt like it was promising. There you have it. All right. Let's keep this going. All right. Up next, we've got Alive. I think you may have noticed something. <laughs> you made a face, and you and you 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 noticed something. What did you notice, Matt? Well, number one, and I've said this band a couple times, but I think this is a one to one Godsmack comparison. Oh, interesting, oh, okay. interesting, interesting. This is uh, the other thing I noticed is that we're back in snake arms territory oh listen if you've got regular arms you gotta leave them at the door it's straight up snakes from here on in okay 
Because I definitely felt like I was going on a tour of a coven at the beginning. Where it's like, oh, we've got Alistair Crowley books over there. Again, nailing my vibe. <laughs> listen, there isn't... the Listen, if you need something to drink while you're here, there are no glasses, there are no cups. It's straight goblets 24-7, this all right? This is a goblet house. All right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, let me tell you, and none of them are dishwasher safe, all right? So you sipping, you cleaning, all right? Just want you to be prepared for that. Also, don't let your drink sit in there. They're leaded. <laughs> yeah, also, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, sip quick, sip quick. <laughs> sip quick. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I want to point something out. When I uh, when I put this album on for the first time, and the first song went on, I was not really sure what this band was going to sound like. I didn't think it would sound like that. This song came on, and I went, oh, shit. We are getting changed. Yes, we are. And oh, I was like, yeah. I think it's because I got left-crossed Godsmack production style. But yeah, you've got that that double vocal going hard in this we got that going on i wrote in my notes the changing commences we're chugging it up allison chain style we got a crunchy chorus feeling very cantrell about it all i love it of course and so i was like i'm listening to this album and i'm just waiting i'm looking at my phone like when's she gonna text me when's when's jenny gonna text me about this album Jenny, tell me about your feelings on this song. I will say that perhaps who I needed to change me was Alice or another woman because I love this song. I'm here for the double vocal. I'm here for all of it. Maybe I'm just not into dudes. (laughs) Maybe. What would have really made me like every album we've listened to so far is if they were made by women. But really, though, like I was like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. I'm getting changed very, very much. But I'm into it. I'm into it. So there we go. I've changed. Or Drain STH has changed me. Yeah, there it is. Could be either one. Yeah, I was just very shocked. I was like, wow, they're doing this. And I got to tell you, after I listened to this record, all I wanted to do was hear Alice in Chains. So I was in my car. I was on a bit of a drive. I was doing some comic book big thrift and driving around. So I put on dirt. And you guys know the song Rooster? Yeah. Yeah, I'm familiar. <laughs> At the top of Rooster, there's this beautiful line where... I don't know if it's Lane. I don't know if it's Jerry. Maybe it's the whole band. And they all just go, ooh, all together. All right? So I'm in my car. Like, that's track, I want to say track five in the album. And I've been singing along. I've been rocking around them bones down in a hole. I'm just singing it. Just singing my heart out in my car. When that part comes on in Rooster, I hit those notes. Like, I hit him for real, and I couldn't believe it. And I'm like, I'm alone in this car. No one's here for this. Mm -hmm. And then it happens. It drops out, then it happens again. I hit it again. I hit it twice. It may never happen again. But I want everybody to know. And no one was in the car, so you can can think I'm full of shit. If a tree falls in the forest. 
Less no. if Lauren hits those high notes. I hit those if, notes. If the that skateboard time, baby. has to stay at your grandma's house. <laughs> Have yeah. you even skated? All I, you know what? All I know is in that moment, I hit those notes. I couldn't believe it. Felt like heaven. And also listening to all of Dirt front to back on that drive, I could only come to the conclusion that Dirt is a perfect album. Really hit the spot for me. And so I want to thank Drain STH for sending me down on that re-listen. Only one comment on songmeanings.com, Jenny, from Jackie, who said, No trust of because of another's actions led to the feeling of despair and wanting to end her own life. Heavy. Very heavy. Very heavy take. We were talking about some key words in here, you know? Betrayal, lies, blood has turned to dust, and all has died that I have trusted. Well, you know, uh, speaking of the interview that we both watched, uh, Lauren and I watched, uh, the interviewer does ask the women in Drain STH uh, basically why their lyrics are so sad or dark or angry. He asked them if they're ever happy. (laughs) And they said, well, it's not really fun to write about cookies and rainbows. But he just keeps pushing them so what Maria winds up saying is that she's typically not inspired to write when she's feeling great and things are going great. She just kind of is rolling along in her life. But where she does feel inspired to write is when things are tough and she's she's working through things. But boy, oh boy, the way the interviewer asks these questions is just like very tough. Uh, and he loses all of the members of Drain STH pretty quickly like it does not take long to see them all just kind of go ugh, this fucking guy yeah his uh i don't want to accuse him of not researching but there was a vibe at one point that he was handed that piece of paper that he's sort of casually throwing around and told hey you're interviewing this band on the roof in five minutes go over these bullet points and because so you're all women huh matt not you're not wrong not not far not far from it Mm -mm, not far that's weird that's a that not a lot of well uh. why even save it jenny (laughs) the line that made me want to throw i was like i need to jump off a roof i need to find a roof to jump off of so i will say this before i roast this dude I understand how it might be challenging for somebody who is not used to it to ask questions to a band of people who do not look like people that he is used to talking to, by which I mean a band of women. And so in an attempt to sort of get on their side, uh, He asks them about how dudes approach them or like, are dudes weird to you? But the way he does this is by saying that and then going, you ever get like a show me your tits (laughs) in this weird voice. And I screamed. (laughs) I screamed, no, Because when he asks them the first time, like, do does anybody like do any other bands treat you weird? They're like, no. Like, do fans treat you? They're like, no. It's like anybody ever like show me your chairs? <laughs> They're like, uh, no. <laughs> like it just 
Oh man, it was tough. Wow. It, was, it was Ford tough. I will say that <laughs> it is tough. It's a it's a tough ten minutes. Those parts, I really could feel them. There were that th- you could tell that there were certain members of the band who were just like, I think I'm going to check out, and then other members of the band who sort of had to like pick up, pick up the torch. Like we we got to do this. They're they're making us do this. Though it was really weird that they were like, let's interview him on the roof. Like we won't even put him in a studio with chairs. We put him on a roof. It was. Uh, it's a very awkward video. You maybe, can find mm-hmm. maybe they had broken through the glass ceiling. <laughs> that's all they wanted. <laughs> that's on the it. Roof. Finally, that's, it. that's why he was so confused. Yeah, there was one moment that actually might have been my most favorite moment. At one point, he asked a question about um, what will be like the next big moment in rock music, and. One of them must have said something because he, instead of letting it go, said, oh, you don't like my question. I heard that. And then, like, he went to, like, talk to somebody else. I was like, dude, let it go. Just you're losing this one. It's done. You lost him at show me your tits. (laughs) I I looked at it and just said, this is the 90s, baby. This is the 90s. (sighs) Well... Let's do it. Let's Let's do do it. Up next, we got Simon Says. hands in the air because i was so frightened when that came in (laughs) that came in like a hurricane yes (laughs) like in louisiana like in new orleans like where lestat is (gasps) where the vampire lestat lives where the vampires roam (laughs) they're just all around you're just like, hey, hey, there's somebody on your lawn. It's just a vampire. Just let him just don't invite him in and you'll be fine. He'll just wander away. They throw their hands in the air. Like they just don't care. But they do care about something. Blood. Yes, that's it true. seems that these rhyming vampires only hurt the monster man. <laughs> Well, they were looking for signs that were for them. And this was before Vampire Weekend was around. So that's you true. Know? <laughs> a whole weekend just for yeah. a vampire. Good yeah. for them. Good so Simon for says this was the entrance music, correct? Yes. 
Yes. Okay. Yes, I can hear sense. that. You got that hard. Point, throw your hands in the air. Listen, if I'm a wrestler and I want to make an impact. Yeah. TNA impact. Then you want to. TNA. Yeah. So, I mean, listen, I'm Simon Diamond. And I'm part of ECW. Extreme Championship Wrestling. I want to make an impact before I hit that mat and make an impact. What better way than to drop that, throw your hands in the air, put some pyro behind me? You're going to have people going, Simon Diamond, is is this guy the new shit? Is this the guy? Forget about Sting. Forget about... Hulk Hogan, forget about him. <laughs> You're just searching there. <laughs> oh, could you tell I couldn't think of any other wrestlers for a minute there? Could you tell? Because I couldn't. Couldn't think of a goddamn one. <laughs> That's all right. This is Don't not worry. wrestling coach podcast. <laughs> That's true. It's right. Leave that in. I need, I need to hear myself say that as okay. punishment <laughs> for saying that. <laughs> all right. So... Uh, I got to tell you, this th- this sample, I I really went back and forth. It, it, I have to say, I had the same reaction as you, Matt, when that sample came in. I was like, whoa, what is this? So then I went and I looked at the credits. Who co-wrote this song? One Max Martin. Producer extraordinaire Max Martin? Max oh, yeah. Martin. Jenny, hit us with some of these Max Martin classics. Baby One More Time. Boom. I Want It That Way. Boom. It's Gonna Be Me. Boom. That's just like 1999. Think about it. He's in the midst of writing all those songs, and he's like, yeah, I'll give you a new metal track. Now, I gotta say, this sample feels a little bit either pandering or they don't have any rapping but they're like what's something that we can put in that has like a vaguely party hip-hop feel to it and so you have this sample at the same time this song works like i said simon diamond rolling into this song with pyro behind him i know right now everyone's anti-fireworks but you need them for this one that's true you need them and this is the first time I really got new metal on this record. Oh, yeah, definitely. This is a very new metal everything going on. I mean, they're going for an anthem vibe. I mean, I was into it. I was into it. Maybe it's a little calculated, but that nothing wrong with being calculated if your calculation is really feels to me largely correct. And if anybody knows their pop math, it's Max Martin. Cool for the summer, Max Martin. Something out there. Uh, Matt, thoughts on Simon Says? You know, I heard that. I was, I was, it startled me. I was <laughs> like, whoa, throw my hands in the air. Got it. Then the, then the snake arms came back and I was like, all right, I'm back in the coven with the ladies. They're going to take care of me. And then I was expecting Charles Manchin to jump in, do a couple verses there. He was ready because this one's got that swing to it. A little hip-hop flavor. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. I, I wanted to make sure I said that as white as possible. Just a, a little hip-hop flavor. 
a little bit straight. A little bit straight. <laughs> Word up. Yeah. <laughs> like the girls in my middle school who are like, I'm taking hip hop dance classes. Like, no, you're not, Chelsea. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> I learned how to pop rock. Yeah. <laughs> Look at me tut. <laughs> Me in middle school was like, oh, I wish I was doing that. But I'm ready to go back in time <laughs> and roast Chelsea. I'll tell Chels, you. you're on blast. That's Chelsea, it. <laughs> yeah. 25 years ago, Chelsea, here I come. Um, That's we what ready? you're using a time <laughs> machine for, by the At way. At this, you know what? At this point, if it's true that somebody went back in time and tried to like fix some stuff, and this is like, the world now is the result of those things. Like at this point, I may as well just go. Be like, you're not taking real hip hop classes at Susie's Dance Point. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, what you gonna do? We ready for the next track? I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. It's called I Wish. start with you i like it i do it's a straight ahead pop rock song there it is it's a a bit of a moody boy kind of melodic we've got more of that harmonizing here that really brings to mind and i know they're not gonna like this comparison because i heard the interview i saw the interview they're not gonna like this comparison and i apologize but this is where my mind went it was like dark bangles I'm with you. Hmm. And they were kind of turned off by any of those sort of comparisons. I think somebody brought up Heart. I think the interviewer brought up Heart at one point and Abba. And they were just like, if you must. I think the Abba thing was more because they were Swedish. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. They didn't like that. But. They may have been more open to it if the guy hadn't been like, is anybody like, show me your tits right before. <laughs> and then makes jack off motion. Yeah, because that, 
this is a, that was like that colored the rest of the conversation i think so you never know you never know sam walton on songmeanings.com says alice in chains sunshine i'm assuming that's an alice in chains song i don't think there's an alice in chains song that one that i'm familiar with maybe it's just more of like this is alice in chains in the sunshine okay maybe they're alice in chains in seattle famously very rainy Though the one time I went to Seattle, it was sunny the whole time and I got a sunburn. How did I do it? I don't know. Well, is, it, is it luck? <laughs> you I don't beat know what the odds, Lauren. Really? You're brave. That, that, I just, I was like, I'm in Seattle. I'll be fine. Sunburned. So, there you go. Yeah, this is also the second song to make mention of reaping. A lot of reaping, reaping what you sow. A lot of that going on in the lyrics here. Perhaps, uh, perhaps we got some farmers here. It could be. Possibly. Also in the comments on songmeanings.com, everybody is getting hooked. <laughs> Commenter Creation said, this was the first Drain STH song I've ever heard. It's one of the best Drain STH songs I've ever heard. From this, I got hooked. Then Commenter Codeine said, I got hooked on Drain after borrowing the CD from a local library. I gotta say, I identify with the song way too much, but it's a good one to send to, say, someone who didn't return your attentions. Ooh, Codeine. Ooh. And then Obliette says, gorgeous song. Also the one that got me hooked to the group. It's a shame they've broken up. Maybe it's a shame, but it's not a shame that everyone in this comment section is hooked. Yeah. And hey. horny. Yeah. Ugh, hooked definitely. and horny. Hooked and horny. <laughs> that's a that's a fishing dating site. <laughs> so that's a free idea. Men who love to fish and women who love men who fish and yeah. also fish themselves. Yeah, if she is not gonna fucking puncture a worm on a hook. <laughs> the first time I met Sweet Mitchell's father. <laughs> first time i met his whole family we went camping for a weekend and we went fishing and it was like probably the first time i'd ever been fishing and his dad was like do you know how to like do this and i was like "Uh, no (laughs) i was like i'm surprised i didn't fall off the boat i would not be on hooked and horny but you can have that idea Make that app. There it, it is. Hooked and Horny is a better name than Quibi. I mean, we all know it. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Here's the thing. You go up to a bunch of uh, teens and 20-somethings and say, hey, I got two websites for you right here. One's called Quibi. The other one's called Hooked and Horny. Oh, oh I'm sorry. No, no, no. Not, <laughs> one at a time. One at a time. Hooked oh, and Horny. God. Hooked and Horny. Also, if you ever want to slowly infuriate your father-in-law... Have him try to teach you fish and have there be a huge fish that would be so easy for him to catch, but you cannot understand the instructions he's giving you for 25 minutes. Oh, Jenny. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. Are we ready for the next song or do you want to hear more very specific stories about times that I wasn't good or knew anything about fishing? Jenny, why don't we start the new song while I make a profile on Hooked and Horny, even though I cannot fish at all? That's fine. Up next is Black. 
outside your house. Oh, hey. Hey, Prowlar. Are you are you going to get an account on Hooked and Horny? <laughs> you got a I got a worm, baby. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't know what I'm looking for. <laughs> a big mouth. <laughs> Prowlar. Oh, Prowlar. What? You've just you've just been banned from Hooked and Horny. I'm sorry. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> if I it has the strongest be- community standards of any dating site. <laughs> That's has to with that name. Horny in the title. Uh, You're giving me diligent. grief over double entendre? I might have to go. See ya. <laughs> Harmonics. I'm just gonna say this: that maybe the problem that didn't take this band over the top is that they did not package every CD with a smoke machine. Because you need a smoke <laughs> machine for this track. I'm telling you, this song on its own sufficiently moody, but you got a smoke machine running. Put it next to those. Next to your boombox, your speakers, whatever you got, 99, baby. It's a whole nother level. Whole nother level. Jenny, thoughts on black? I like it. I like it. I agree. It's This whole album is just a mood. The cover? They say you can't judge a book by its cover. This album tells you what you need to know. It's the mood. It's set before you go in. And it continues to deliver. So interesting note on this. Another interesting co-writer. These guys, they they this had the Rolodex. They're like, we're gonna get Max Martin. Okay, great. Who else are we gonna get? Uh, why don't we get Black Sabbath guitarist Tony Ayami? And so they did. Just Turns it, out, just let it ride. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did I say that last name wrong? No. What? No, 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 no. What, well, how is how is how is Tony's last name said? I'm I am no Black Sabbath historian. <laughs> Just tell me. No, no, <laughs> don't you dare. Iomi? Tell me, <laughs> Tony Iomi. That's how I have always heard it pronounced. Now I could be wrong too, and I'm sure at this point the comments are lighting up. In any case, Tony, <laughs> as I will refer to him now, Tony is married to Maria lead vocals when you're married to tony from black sabbath and you're working on your record and you're like i need an extra bit of spice you know you're at breakfast and you're like hey tony do you want to want to bring some of that sabbath heat over to this drain sth record and he's like yeah let's do it up i love you let's make this happen as far as i can tell they're still married yeah, you should know they didn't get married till 2005. So this smoke oh. may have been. Oh. This may they, have been a little bit of a romance. Oh. Get the kindling. Oh, I like this even more. And I like this idea too. They're like, hey, Maria, we brought in Tony from Black Sabbath to help out. And she's like, okay, okay. 
Okay. This guy's pretty good. This guy's. This guy's. I. I don't want to speak out of turn, but he is. He might. He might be a master of his craft. I don't yeah. know. He might have a future in this. This guy might be onto something. Might be onto something. Y- you know what? I gotta say. Anytime somebody rolls in and you're like, "Hey, I want you to meet somebody." He wrote Super Not. Then you're like, "Okay, I'll give him a couple minutes to see what he's got." <laughs> Impress me. Uh, yeah. So this is um, I wrote in my notes in the lyric, "Black is black." It's fucking true. Hmm? As as Jenny, as you would say, where's the lie? Where's Find the, the lie. lie. Show Find me the lie. lie. Bring me sure. the lie. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it to me. Bring me the lie. Uh, uh. <laughs> okay. Are we ready for the next track? Let's do it. All right. Up next, we've got Crave. So, as we've mentioned before on the show, none of us are hardcore Metallica fans, but that's the sad but true riff, right? Right? I love that you asked us. <laughs> I'm mm. saying, I mean, I'm just looking for confirmation from two other people that probably don't know either. I, I, I want like. you to know I want to say yes. Okay. But it's not because I have any idea if you're right. <laughs> it's just that I want to say yes to you. Thank you. Thank you. This was the part of the record where I realized that Drain STH have a zone and a lane, and we are not really going to deviate out of that. We're going to have the harmonized vocals. We are going to have that. It's going to be a bit of like a crunchy grind as it goes. This is actually the slowest song in the album, and I know it's the slowest because... Oh, no, one of the slowest. I'm sorry, second slowest. Because... The CD includes every song's BPM. Really? Very, very yes. European. So this song's BPM is 73 beats per minute. For comparison's sta- sake, Alive is 120 BPMs. Enter My Mind is 78. Simon Says is 91. Black is 102. The slowest song is still to come. But... This one was on the slower end of things. Also, thank you. You know, more bands should include those BPMs. What are you afraid of? 
Huh? Yeah. Sully? 120 to 125. That's that jogging BPM right there. There you go. Be good to know. Yeah, this isn't really a jogging record. All these are mostly double digit BPMs. Only only two that are in the triple digits. So, yeah, this one's more of a, you know, this isn't for jogging. This is for lighting a fire. Perhaps a wicker man. I don't know. I'm just saying that's what it's for. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Je- Jenny, what's, <laughs> yeah. what are they craving? What are they craving on this song? Uh, well, if you ask Charisma Fairchild, they'll tell you. I think it's about regretting having sex with a particular person. <laughs> a particular person. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Name names, Charisma Fairchild. <laughs> Name names. This is songmeanings.com. Give us that life story, baby. Commenter Jackie is back saying, fucking amazing song. Someone wanting someone once they aren't together. More animalistic and physical, though. <laughs> Perhaps somebody who could turn into a werewolf or Ooh. a bat. <laughs> Exactly. More animalistic, more Mm -hmm. physical, more vampires of the night. (laughs) Vampire in Lestat. That's right. That's right. Or this, it could also be. They could be talking about animorphs. Just going to bring that up. That is true. You know what? I never, I never anticipate an animorph. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. Yeah, you don't want to get caught buffering in that metal zone (laughs) of morphing. (laughs) Oh no! You're like, oh no, he's got human hands, but a wolf head. It's a, yeah. it's a whole mess over the there. The torso is all mixed up. Mm. Uh, yeah. All right, are we ready for our next track? Let's do it. It's called the Bubble Song. chains me bro mm. listen matt you referenced down in a hole what drain sth asks is what if inside that hole is a vampire oh then i'm in a groovy vampire <laughs> that's it jenny hit us with these lyrics up top it couldn't be more blatant so if i rip your skin eating my way deeper within so let me be your sin don't know my face let me sink in. That's some vampire that's, shit right there. That's vampire.com. <laughs> that is vampire.com. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Oh, man. This thing, 
it was crazy to hear the Allison Chains <laughs> reference <laughs> points. But is it fangs and fancy, or is it if it's hooked and horny? Hooked oh, and no. horny. Hooked and horny, but they somehow managed to get vampire.com and they are not letting go. <laughs> they are squatting. Vampire.org, vampire.gov. Yeah, vampire.edu. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. You go there, it's and immediately it's like vampire.com slash login. Create an account. All right. Let's get going. All right. Give me those deets. I was joking with myself, like, oh, man, these, these guys are on some real vampire witch shit. And then literally, so I rip your skin, eating my way deeper. I'm like, okay, nope, nope. Take that subtext. Get it out of here. Straight up text, baby. <laughs> it's the bubble song. It's the bubble song. Uh, what's bubbles? What could be bubbling, Jenny? Except maybe some of that blood. Yeah, yep. <laughs> Bubbly blood. That's not good. You don't want your blood to bubble. That's true. If you got some fizzy blood, ask <laughs> ask Lestat, ask any of his vampire friends. They want it's got to be flat. It's the opposite of a beer. You want it to be flat. You don't want it to be bubbly because then blood burps. Mm. Get out of here. Nothing no. ruins get the out of here. Nothing ruins the mood like a blood burp. <laughs> Truly. Oh my gosh. Truly. Ugh. You ever You're there. Blood gas is just not. Oh, <laughs> it's so it's, unpleasant. It's so bad. You're sitting there and you're ready to go. You've just watched Lestat basically walk across <laughs> the ceiling of your entire apartment. You're like, this is it. Let's go. And then he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, mm, oh, oh, my whole mouth tastes like, oh, negative right now. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. You know, and then it just kills it. It kills the whole mood. It's true. You yeah, don't want to because you're that. you're retching. <laughs> you're just like i don't need to know about that yeah yeah just some like slovenly (laughs) really like not having it together disgusting vampire just burping and farting slacker vampires that's that's where we are musically i have to say we've got our like 90s like grungy vibe but we've no, also I got vampires. When, I don't know when to ask this question, so I'm just going to ask it now. Okay. Could, could they have played at Lilith Fair? Part of me says yes, only because in 1999, the year I think they should have played Lilith Fair, Biff Naked was on the bill. I'm going to say I looked up some live footage, and there is live footage intercut with the interview. They are doing the new metal moves. We're talking low slung moves. We're talking mean mug into the audience. This is a this is a band that is here to rock. This is a band that is not here for the Lilith Fair vibes. They are not there. They're ready. Like they said, they get asked the question, these guy bands treat you okay? And they're like, yeah, we can hang. We can hang. We got the riffs. We got the chug. We got Tony on this album. What more do you need? I'm having dinner with him right now. That you are. Matt has a wonderful background here uh, with Tony and Maria, and uh, I love it. I love it so much. It does look like you are hanging at dinner with the two of them. That's really it. good. Yeah, yeah. Tony's glasses are purple. Pur- purple. Yeah, looks like when transitions stop in the middle. 
Yeah, that was called junior high school for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Why? Why did I let my mom talk me in transitions? Big mistake. The way they sell you on them. Me, personally, never had transitions. But it was because we couldn't afford them. (laughs) So that was like a poor bonus. But the way they sell you... As somebody who has walked out of the house with prescription sunglasses on only to arrive at my destination and realize that I left my glasses at home and I can't see shit, (laughs) I can see the appeal of transitions because sitting around very inappropriate place with your sunglasses on inside is... Sort the of soul crushing. Cool vampire. <laughs> That's a vampire move, Jenny. Cool yeah. vampire move. They're like, shit. We got a daywalker over here. Whoa. <laughs> oh shit. Blade's oh. here. Blade wow. is here. <laughs> that is what people were screaming at me, and I, I just didn't understand why. So I guess I missed Blade. that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Um. Yeah. There was a guy I went to middle school with. He had transition uh, lenses, and I was like, why did you get those? And he was very irritated that I asked him that and said, saves me the trouble. And I think they're cool. That was that. (laughs) A middle school kid said, saves me the trouble. (laughs) Listen, his name was Steven. And obviously he's one of my best friends. I've never seen him since. Literally, I feel like I can't. I have no other memories (laughs) of this guy. After you asked that question, he turned into a pillar of salt. Oh, no. After I asked that question, he was like, I'm moving. He called when and he's like, Mom, Dad, we gotta go. We gotta people, go. People are asking Some questions about these my lenses. Transitions classes are accepted. Yep. Let's move next door to Tommy Ayami. <laughs> Let's go. Hey. Let's why do it. not? Probably a nice house. All right. We ready for the next song? Yes. Right through you. track once again you got that smoke machine you got your snake arms going also got some synthy boys in there we got some beeps and some boops this feels this feels like proto evanescence i'm gonna be honest this feels like 
Amy Lee hearing this and going, ooh, this inspires me. I don't know if she heard this. Maybe, maybe not. But this feels like a, like a, like a, like a mama to Evanescence in a way. So, yeah. Drain STH walks so that Evanescence could run. Maybe, perhaps. What do you think of this one, Matt? They are absolutely in their lane. They kind of know what they're doing. This song makes sense for kind of their slow boy. It's pretty good. I mean, I don't I don't particularly go out of my way to hear something like this, but it is completely inoffensive. I like the vibe. If it were on in the background, I would be like, who is this? Oh, that's cool. And that's about it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not really, like, buying the ticket, but I'm enjoying the ride. Fair enough. So this is more of like a, a gift certificate band for you. Yeah, I yeah. That actually, if this were gifted to me, like, hey, here's like a couple CDs for you to check out, I'd be like, yeah, this one's pretty good. I like I like the feel of this. All right, there you go, Jenny. Thoughts on right through you? I liked it. Definitely made sense for. I thought the the placement of the slow boy was good, and it made sense. I'm not sure how new this album feels to me. I had the same thought when I was listening to it because I'm hearing Alice in Chains, but it feels, unlike a lot of the other bands that we've done on the show who use Alice in Chains as a reference point, this feels less like a molding of the sound and more of just like a straight lifting of the sound. Like, we love Alice in Chains, we're just going to do that. And so when I went back to the Wikipedia, I was like, does this have a new metal tag? And it did. And it had a link. It said new metal, and the link was to an article in Damnation Magazine. So I clicked the link, and guys, the link was dead. I said, what? What happened to Damnation Magazine? So then I Googled it, and I found it at damnationmag.wordpress.com. They had a list of the top 29 new metal albums of all time, published on August 19th, 2017. And I said, you know what? Good for these guys that they got their WordPress blog to change the tags on this album. So you get 29 albums on this list. We're not going to list all of them. Although, Jenny, as you said said before, we love a list. We do love a list. Drain STH is number 25 on this list. The blurb for them is, Leave it to a Swedish band to put out music for the Oddsfest crowd that really isn't embarrassing in hindsight at all. This album was powerful and melodic and even had some Zach Wilde-style riffing on it. Listen to the song Black and wait for the chorus. This was also my first mosh pit, and a young man never forgets his first time, just awkwardly flailing his stringy body against other children who also thought wearing black nail polish was cool. And uh, they run down other people on the list. P.O.D., Disturbed. Primer 55, The Strangeland soundtrack, Dope, Incubus, Kitty, Seven Dust, Fear Factory, Machine Head. Then we roll into the top 10. You got some Soulfly, Head PE, Cold Chamber, some LB, Deftones Adrenaline, System of a Down, self titled, Slipknot, self titled. Then coming in at number two in a twist I did not see coming, Corn by Corn. I said, wait, 
everyone's been yelling at us that this is an obvious number one. Here's this random list over at damnationmag.wordpress.com. They're putting it at number two. What's at number one? Jenny, what's at number one? That would be Wisconsin Death Trip. Whoa. There you have it. According to damnationmag.wordpress.com, these guys in new metal, 25 best, number 25 on the list of 29. There's no explanation of why 29. I just want to point that out. No explanation. But yeah, number one they have is uh, good old Static X. So anyway, over on songmeanings.com, only one comment that uh, really stuck out to me, because there is only one comment. It's from Obliette, who said, This song describes the despair of a love gone wrong and coming to terms with that. Now I'm leaving this behind. I'll erase you from my mind. You were never meant to be mine. It's so sadly beautiful. There we go. There you go. All right. Up next, we've got Leech. that this album's got a lot of commands which makes sense you know we're dealing with vampires we're dealing with witchcraft you're gonna need to listen to what they're telling you to do and we're also on this song once again the blood that was bled really wasn't mine i said i loved you you should have know i lied i lied sounds like some vampire shit right before they take you out yeah to dinner, that, their dinner, your dinner. Known to lie. Mm-hmm. Known to lie, them vamps. They are. They are tricksters. Vampire Lestat, not known for being a truthful guy. You know? Yeah, he doesn't tell it like it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true. Also, if you buy tickets, and I just want to put this out there. I know there's no concerts going on right now, but when concerts start up again... If the Vampire Lestat shows up and says, I'm putting on a show, middle of the desert, you're probably not going to get a full show. He probably is only going to do one song. You're not going to want to go all the way out to Red Rocks for Lestat. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> He's going to float it. away. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not going to be worth it. <laughs> He's going to do half a number and float away. It's, don't yeah. make the same mistake thousands of people made in Queen of the Damned. And slight problem, you may get murked by a vampire. <laughs> you might get ripped in half. 
That's also true. That's it's like your friend who had the transitions, you said, saves me the time, but thank you for this tip. Yeah. Um, saves so- me the hassle. <laughs> right this album was positive reviewed by a lot of critics including a three and a half star review in old rolling stone jenny what did they have to say about this record oh they had to say was one of the sweet things about living at the end of a new millennium is the wealth of music that recalls every odd extreme of your record collection all at once do you crave an unholy combination of ozzy rammstein and roxette then the Swedish all-female quartet, Drain STH, is going to rock you like a gothic powder puff hurricane. Combining a Nordic death metal groove with the power pop bliss for which the region is also famous, these babelicious ultra vixens are simultaneously super heavy and way melodic. Drain's second disc, Freaks of, Freaks of Nature, is a giant leap over not just their debut, but also efforts from the supposed new metal renaissance. Every single ready track brings a big mosh beat that could kick Korn's butt. Production tricks to tickle your ears, suitably tortured poetry, and juicy bubble rock hooks that recall the big hair days of Rat and Quiet Riot with extra musical chops. America, meet Metal Spice times four. (laughs) Wow. That's pretty fucking condescending yo check out these chicks they kind of rock now you may look at this band and think four women but i say unto you what if it's eight tits Whoa, 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 I'm just saying. You mean to tell me that Drain SDH is truly broadening their audience? If they're in the audience, eight tits, maybe more. Eight tits minimum. Let me tell you, if we're talking eight tit minimum, that's I won't leave the house for less than eight. All right. I got All right. Eight Look, them too. Put me in diapers and let me cry for mama because oh. I need one of them eight tits in my mouth oh, right boy. now. Right oh, now, the boy. odds Some... are lactating if you got more than six. Oh, man. <laughs> my kids call me the milkman. You know and what that I ain't mean. my job. <laughs> this milk ma- this milk mustache is always coming back. Oh, man. Remember those ads? Got milk with Drain SDH? Don't ask me that redundant question. <laughs> Am that... I looking at four ladies? <laughs> or eight tits? That's the question you got to hey. ask yourself. If you didn't want me, if God didn't want me to look at tits, he wouldn't have given you two. He would have given you one. You got one face. You got two tits. That's more. That's naturally where my eyes go, because there's more. It's true. Oh, guys, I just got an email back. We've all got advanced to our second interview at Much Music for the interview <laughs> jobs. Who wants so to win? excited. Let's get in my car. We'll, we'll carpool up to Toronto. <laughs> I'm in. Uh, I'm in. <laughs> <sighs> wow. 
Barry Walters really came for it with this uh, he really review. Did. He, he really did. did. Yeah, I'm shocked that pussies can play guitar, but there we go. It's weird. I wonder if they have a male child that they're just about ready to give birth to that reaches out and plays the music for them. Ah, boy, oh, boy. Uh, we got a couple left, believe it or not. Well, I do have a quick cue called mm. How Respectful of Our Time is This Album. This album comes in at 42 minutes and 55 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. It's respectful. All right. Up next, we've got Get Inside. Get inside. Get inside. It's raining. Get inside. I don't think we're reinventing the wheel on, on track 10. Yep, get inside. <laughs> Matt, we didn't get to the chorus. Get inside, fill my mind, can't define, I don't know why. Get inside, fill my mind, can't define, I don't know what I tried. You guys, I think this song might be about drugs. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm just, just hear me out here. This just might be about getting high i just i'm just putting it out there but if this song is about getting high i just will i get will i get high when i listen to it am am i gonna get a contact high just from hearing this song because my mom and dad would be real upset oh man if they give me one of those surprise drug tests when i get home i'm screwed wait you guys i listen to this song you guys didn't listen to Get Inside by Dre and STH, did you? Yeah. Oh, man. That's a special drug that's like illegal now, but my cousin took it and she died. <gasps> oh, no. no, no. It's no. a shame that you never told us this until now. Yeah. yeah. You let us listen to it. Well, yeah. Yeah, because I killed her. I'm a murderer. Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's a snake. She's a snake. <laughs> Whoops. Wait, so, whoa. Uh, Wait a minute. I thought vampires only could turn into fog, bats, and maybe wolves. That's, hey. that's a harmful yeah. stereotype about that is vampires. We turn into snakes. Can turn yeah. into a snake if they want to. Uh, they can do whatever they want. Whatever they want. It's 2020. I wrote, we chugging, more chains in. And this is basically the same as Simon says, but does not give us the throw your hands in the air, which I have greater, great affection to. So, yeah, this one's fine. Jenny, thoughts? Nothing to add. We ready for our last track? Let's do it. All right. I will follow.
wrote in my notes, just grind us out the door. Just take us home with that sweet Alice in Chains vibe. We're talking more about her mind, understand her mind. She can't remember, but it doesn't matter. She will follow. Whatever it could mean. Whatever you need it to be. This could be about vampire stuff. It could just be about being forgetful. I don't know. Jenny, thoughts on I Will Follow? Uh, I liked it. I thought it took us out on uh, a note that was very much in line with the rest of the album. Listening to it in the way that we listen to it on this show, which is for a couple seconds and us doing 8,000 bits in between and maybe saying something about the song or being like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you listen to it as an album, it goes by very quickly and I think it's pretty cohesive. So I don't know if this format actually does this album many favors, but I will say that listening to it as it is, being 11 tracks and 42 minutes the, the way the album progresses and goes out made sense to me. I respect that. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it definitely is really a mood piece. I think you said that early on, Jenny, that this, is, this album is a mood. And it maintains that mood the whole time. There isn't really anything that jars you out of it. And if you're, you're there for it, then you're there for it. I, th- I think really, I, I'm, I'm jumping ahead here, but I think it's the part of the show where we talk about cannon talk. Talk about the cannon. So yeah, this one, I, I wrote my notes, you know, it's a very promising start, promising record. It does, by the halfway point, turn a bit into sort of like a droney background music thing, but it's never unpleasant. It's never like, oh God, I can't take this. And it it's 42 minutes long, so it does not overstay its welcome. Simon says, hilarious. Kind of love it pretty much the most new metal part of the record i think this is an example of a band who's more new metal by proximity hanging out with disturbed hanging out with godsmack that really puts them in the category i don't know if i'd really put anything from it maybe simon says but I, i don't know i don't know it's it's an interesting example of the form but at the same time i don't know if i'd necessarily think it's essential but at the same time i had a good time with this record prime changing plus I mean, Jenny, we'll get to I'll get to you. I mean, changing that you were on board for. So I guess we'll go to you. Thoughts? Yeah, yeah. Um, I agree with a lot of what you said, Lauren. I I would not put anything in the canon, although Simon says was like sort of a fun surprise and very. When you think about like the context of the whole album, um, it feels a little bit odd. Like you can feel the Max Martin influence there, but uh, I really liked this record a lot. I, it was a changing that I enjoyed. And yeah, I like like I was saying before, I think overall this album works as a whole. And yeah, the back half is like a little bit more drony, but I like that. I didn't mind it. But I do know what you mean about it being something. It's it's not super varied and it's not necessarily something that is like the tracks aren't like popping out at you as individual tracks at that point. It does just sort of feel like it's all one big one big album, um, you know, which it is. So I really enjoyed this a lot. I'm super glad that I got to listen to it. I'm super glad I got to see that much music interview, but I would not put anything in the canon. Matt. Same. I, w- I wouldn't put anything in. I liked it. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, here we go. Oh, Matt's, Matt's I, really coming with this one. Who are you, full, me? Full stop. Uh, no, I liked it. I I can see that if I just if I had this on, in a you know, during a conversation or something like that, vibe mood would carry it through, and I would be like, that was an effortless listen. I could I could definitely see that. When we do what we do and I hear 11 tracks in a row and there isn't a lot of variation or something that shows me kind of what else the band can do, it is a little bit difficult because, man, they've got snake arms nailed. They've got that multi-track chorus nailed. And they know how to put some uh, crunchy riffs in there. So all in all, good. And not in the canon. There you have a Drain STH. We had a lot of fun, but not quite new metal enough for the new metal canon. But thank you so much for everyone for the recommendation. That was one that a lot of people told us about, and we we're very glad that we got to hear it. And that does bring us to the end of our episode. Thank you so much for listening. Keep on saying hello online, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Slide into those DMs with your racks. We want to hear your racks. We want to hear about these bands that we don't know about that are going to surprise us and excite us. We love it. Make sure you're heading over to roachcoach.com, hitting the store up, gabbermedia.com slash store. Get yourself set up. With an activate the pit T. Pick a color. Whatever color you pick, Sweet Mitchell's going to make it for you, baby. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's the perfect thing to wear around your house this summer because you should not be leaving your house. <laughs> and uh, until next time, Jenny, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Matt, thank Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. Throw your hands in the air.